Uh, first of all, I want to you know, introduce myself as a, my last, I guess, seven podcasts. I mean, some people out there have gotten to know who I am. Now, I'm Paul Anthony Davis, life coach here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And you know, um, the message that I got from my last podcast uh, was just amazing and very appreciative. I want to thank the Yang family, the Clark family, the Brennan family, the Lee family, for allowing me to take my special gift and give it to you. I'm glad it's helped your family. I'm glad it helped your children. But if anybody who's ever listened to my podcast know that I simply say it like it is. You know, I don't edit anything. I don't sit and write and think about what I'm going to tell you. Everything comes from my heart. I'm 63 years of age and I've kind of been on the planet a little bit time. Today what I want to talk about is, well, I don't know how you relax to the viruses and all the things that are going on in the world, but, you know, mine has been music. Mine's been my talent. Well, I'll sit and I'll write. A lot of times I get very frustrated when I'm writing because the world right now is not a very nice place. It's very deceptive. So many lies. If you want to get in touch with me, I'm Paul Davis at 8499gmail.com. Please contact me at any time and any help that I can give anywhere in this world, you'll get a response. I relax through music. I love jazz. But you know, I'm old school. I don't listen to music that disagrees women and talks about destroying stuff and call that an art. I like people like Teddy Pendergrass. Never heard of him? Check him out. Listen to the music. It's just amazing. One song he made was... You can't hide from yourself. And that's what my podcast will be about today. Looking in the mirror. See, there you are. It doesn't matter where you go. There you are. There you will always be. Times we're living in right now are very difficult times. Another day I was thinking about the virus and how it's affecting our lives and the other people that wish to put in their paradigms or their agenda to the world. The name of it is socialism. But as I was thinking, I started realizing something that was very powerful at the time. The lies that black people tell themselves and the lies that white people tell themselves. See, black people believe that systematic racism, some, not all, some are very intelligent, they got it. But there's others that believe that, well, socialism is the way to go right now. We're We live in systematic racism and it's so horrible. That's a lie. This country's not systematically racist at all. So white people are not waking up thinking about black people. They really aren't. They did. Oh, in the 60s, 50s. Oh, you bet. The whole thing was to destroy black people in any way that could possibly be done. But let me tell you a little secret. And the secret many people don't really realize. Martin Luther King was a great brother. No doubt about it. Oh, and if you don't know, I'm a brother also. So when I'm speaking, I'm speaking from what I know. It'll be my truth. But oh, believe me, I'm well studied and I know I'm speaking the truth. You see, in the 60s, it was a pretty amazing thing. What was happening then was, well, young people, not like today, but young people at that point, well, they got together. They say, you know what? We're going to have to help in our civil rights. They're beating us down. The police is 
beat us whenever they see us. You know, they spray water on us. They treat us like animals. What young people did was they put these hats on, they put on suits at 13, 14, 15, 16, and they marched. See, Martin Luther King had this idea that, well, even though he was a socialist, he would follow Gandhi. We didn't know because they don't teach you in school that Gandhi was a racist. Oh, man, he had it bad. But the civil rights movement was done peacefully. They marched with such dignity that the entire world, whether they were in Germany or China, North Korea, it didn't matter. They could see the specialty of these young people. As people were hitting them with bottles, as they were being sprayed with water, the look on their face was dignity. And you know what? The world saw that dignity. John F. Kennedy saw that dignity. And they say, you know what? We must make a change in our lives. What we're doing is wrong. And they got it. We got our civil rights laws. Did things really change? Well, yes, tremendously. But we're going to go to now. See, now we blame the system for our failures. Or we're quick to say, well, you know, oh, it's the system. Oh, they're all racist. No. Africans come to America and do very well. In fact, many of them come to America and do better than African Americans. They don't really respect or like African Americans. Oh, not at all. They come here with no respect for African Americans. See, they understand family. Even though they have turmoil in their own country, they have to understand family. So I'm going to talk about the nucleus of the family, first of all. The father. But see, the father is very important in the family because not only does he work hard, he's knowledgeable. See, he knows history. He understands the failures that he has had. And he probably instill that in his family, in his children, in his daughter, in his son. He wants life to be better for them. So he works very hard all the time. And he comes in with a smile and they eat dinner together. See, I believe in the nucleus of the family. The mother. See, the mother is the nurturing of the family. She's the class, as far as I'm concerned. She's the one that keeps the father together. She's the one that shows the love for the kids. We've gotten away from that now. We have angry women out here that don't like men. So their whole thing is to destroy the family. We got men who don't want to be a man. Yeah, you touch the hand, it's like touching a marshmallow. Soft. They call themselves men. They disgust me. But that's okay. That's my paradigm. That's my view. I like strength. I like integrity. So I'm like character. But you know, what amazes me more than anything in the world people that want to destroy a very good thing. We don't have systematic racism right now. That's not what's keeping black people down. Nope. Nope. That's the lies you tell yourself. What keeps you down is yourself. Young man just gets shot by a black cop. I don't know where the racism there was. He pulls out a gun and shoots at him. He shoots him back and he kills him. Then the paid rioters controlled by George Soros. Oh, if you don't know who he is. He's a collaborator. It's a Nazi collaborator. He's a multi-millionaire. He financed Black Lives Matter, which is the Marxist group, for those of you who don't know. And Atifa comes out of our educational system. I went to University of Cincinnati. I also went to UCLA. It means absolutely nothing. Most college degrees are pretty much worthless. I think 98% of them are a waste of your time. 
but you learn a lot on a college campus. You understand even more about yourself when you're in those environments. And you know, one of the things that I'm finding fascinating right now is black people blew it. You blew it in ways that Harriet Tugman would turn over in her grave. Frederick Douglass would wonder what the hell's wrong with you. The names, Booker T. Washington, the names of some of the greatest people out there that busted their butt so you can run around in your fancy cars, you can catch footballs, you can zoom up and down a basketball court and make millions of dollars, would look at you and wonder, including Martin Luther King, what the hell was wrong with you? See, you had reparations. You don't realize it, but you had the entire world. You had them in a shell. Yeah, evil happened. A police officer who I believe worked for the Illuminati, worked for Atifa, worked for George Soros, who has bought all the judges, politicians, so that he can get his socialist group into the White House, which you're going to vote for because, well, you don't understand. Oh, man. You know, as I talk about this, I get frustrated because I can see it clearly. But you had reparations. The world saw a policeman kill a man in front of the entire world. Pure evil. I looked into his eyes. He wasn't working for the police department. He knew what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. And that's why Mr. Floyd was so terrified when that car pulled over. I was wondering, why are you so afraid? He was terrified and crying for his mother. His mother. That's so powerful, man. And as I looked into that policeman's eyes, I saw nothing but pure evil and hatred. But the world saw that. The entire world saw that. They got it. They saw it. You could have gotten anything you wanted then. But then George Soros groups of blacks came out, the sellouts, the demons, as far as I'm concerned. They started burning stuff. And so while the good people were there saying we just want something, something right. We want people to treat us right. We are human beings. We're just like we were in the 60s. But we standing up. We're strong. They started burning down buildings. It's okay for a little while. People understood your frustration. And they understood your anger. They got it. But as the burning continued, as lies continued to be lost, you lost your audience. People turned from you. They started despising you after a while. They just didn't tell you about that. And the opportunity that you had to have reparations, to possibly have money in your pocket where you could start a business, where you could do your thing, just got thrown away. You blew it. And you may never get that back again. And the lies that white people tell themselves, that you have white privilege. Well, guess what? If you're not in the top 2%, you're a joke. Because they run the world. Who cares about your $400,000 a year or your $500,000 a year? You're not in the game. You weren't invited to the party. And white privilege only means one thing. It doesn't make your life any better. Even though you may work together and... I've been in jobs where you're a black man and you come in there intelligent. As long as you're coming in there and you're not acting like they want you to act, they're going to get rid of you. Happens all the time. 
In fact, they'll hire the guy with his pants hanging down before they hire you. They will tell you that. Racism in the workforce and anybody that's gone through it know exactly what I'm saying. Privilege only works because you're not being harassed or denied opportunity because of the color of your skin, as blacks would be. That's the only privilege that you call if you have a privilege. It just means that they're not going, coming after you because of the color of your skin. They're not denying you opportunity because of the color of your skin, as a black person would have to go through. That being said, you can't hide from yourself. There you go. There you are. We have to start working harder together. We have to take away all this sorriness of what the system did. No, you did it to yourself. You run around and you shoot yourself. You run around and you let thugs in your neighborhood terrorize you. You don't do anything about it. You allow your children to get shot and killed. Then you blame it on somebody else when it was your bad behavior, your bad decision making. Not knowing how to get your, your mate Always picking the wrong kind of people, females, hating on men and then going to the left, getting, becoming lawyers, becoming governors, getting in job positions that can make a difference and then moving to the socialist side and talking about what's right. You don't know what's right because you haven't taken the time to even know who you are. So I encourage people today to understand one thing that we're all going to have to experience, and that's death. It doesn't matter what you have, it only matters what you're doing. We have to start working harder. We're a nation, we're a family, and white people go through just the same thing black people go through, they're just in denial. They grew up in horrible situations. They just don't talk about it. We can do better. We must do better. And it's got to start today. Because guess what? You ain't got tomorrow. You only got right now. You want to deal with the supernatural? Do what you have to do. But at least believe. You say you believe in something, then believe it. Quit playing games. Quit lying to yourself. Because in the final analysis, you can't hide from yourself. This is Paul Davis, life coach, Las Vegas, Nevada. I love you all. And I wish you the very best. Have a very good day.